Hey guys, welcome back to Tweet Limit, the podcast where we talk about all things social. I'm Nat. I'm Liv. Oh, and I'm Katie. <laughs> <laughs> she's getting the hang of it, guys. Yeah, she's not used to it yet. Um, today we have Katie Cohen. <laughs> Katie's in the studio with us. She's our new producer, and we're very, very excited to have her. Yeehaw. <laughs> if you've noticed on our social media... We've been extra around, so we've been extra. Active. That's courtesy of Katie. Yeah, Thank Katie's you, Katie. been um, picking up our slack because God knows we won't. So <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome. But yeah, um, we're super excited to have Katie. She's literally like Liv and I in a third body. We're like three split. We're like one split into three. Yeah, we're like one thirds of one person. Yeah. Together, we make one actual person. (laughs) We're the Powerpuff Girls. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, Liv is like actually redhead, so. Oh, does it work? (laughs) No, it works. Blossom. I'm Bubbles. I'm Buttercup. Yeah. That's fitting. That's actually very fitting. So, what better way to introduce Katie to the (laughs) podcast than to have her talk about her favorite albums with us? Yay! 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 If you listen to the last (laughs) episode, what was the last episode called? Oh. Exo Tour Life. If mm-hmm. you listen to that episode, which you all should have. Um, and if you ta- didn't, stop listening to this one and go listen to that one. Yes. We talked about upcoming concerts that Nat and I will be attending in the fall and have attended in the past few weeks. You. Yep. Would you like to share about <laughs> your experience at oh, Catfish? Oh, yes. Um, I saw and Catfish. Katie, you went oh, yeah. We went together. Completely forgot. We sure did. <laughs> um, She's that forgettable. Yeah, apparently. No, I just, my brain is just fried. Natalie's like, I was the only person at that concert. Van <laughs> <laughs> McCann actually sang to me at my house. <laughs> I don't know what you guys are talking about. Anyways, um, the concert was Chef's Kiss. Beautiful, amazing, 10 out of 10 experience, like always. Um, Chef's Katie? Kiss. <laughs> Anything to say, Katie? Um, well, it was actually probably the first time in America that a mosh pit was like actually there first of all for catfish which I'd we like loved i'd like to say katie and i were the initiators of the mosh pits yeah. at the philly catfish I feel like show, show this is like the this venue is, is like a very interesting place oh yeah the met for a mosh pit the setting. met in general <laughs> would not recommend but you know you do what you can oh no you do what you gotta do yeah it's not it's great. like okay i just like really hate the sound it's like yeah Cause like the sound, like it was, I think it was originally like an opera theater. So like the sound is meant to like bounce off the walls and it's meant to be like quiet on stage so that like everybody can hear it. But now that they have like actual technical equipment and like literally catfish was like pushing it so hard, it just like hurt (laughs) at the end of the night. Yeah. Like if you've ever been to a catfish show, you know that like they do like surges and like like they like blow out their speakers yeah. at their shows. They they're like very very intense, and so if a venue is not really like equipped to handle that, like you feel it a lot, and yeah. it hurts. <laughs> Do you ever think about bringing earplugs? I have them, but I was like literally I stepped into the venue and I was like I forgot my earplugs. <laughs> like I literally have them at home here. Yeah, I actually I don't em. have a pair, but. Now that I'm, like, learning more about audio, I definitely want to preserve my ears because of what I want to do in the future because I can't 
do yeah. what I want to do I without like about having good them. And then I'm like, no. Also, yeah, I need a good fun, pair. Fun little side story for the holidays this past year. I bought earplugs for my dad since he goes to a lot of like concerts and festivals. And my brother ended up buying the exact same earplugs for me. So Aww. we like got them for each other. It was kind of cute. That's so <laughs> it's kind of cute. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, um, Catfish was amazing. Liv, why don't you share about... Liv went to two concerts this I one know. weekend. It's been a long weekend. She was on her EXO tour life shit. I was. <laughs> um, I went to see Maggie Rogers at The Man on oh my God. Friday. Have you been to that venue? Uh, Yeah, I went for Sad Summer. Yeah. Oh, I forgot that they played there. That's yeah, a cool it was the outdoor cool venue. Yeah, that's the same place, right? Yeah. It was outside and it was freezing. It was like 40 degrees, yeah. which I don't think it has been 40 degrees on a night this year yet. <laughs> so, of course, it was that night. And um, Eric and I thought before we left, oh, should we bring a blanket? And we had bought a beanie and a hat that day. We obviously didn't wear those to the show. <laughs> and everyone else is there in full-on winter clothes. And I, I knew. It'd be too I knew smart I messed to wear up. a hat, you know? So we decided to go stand in the... Cr- it would have been really nice to, like, lay in the grass and enjoy the music from there. Because that's very, like, Maggie Rogers-esque sound. Um, and also, I think I would put, like, Heard It in a Past Life, her album, on, like, one of my top albums lists, like... She's incredible. True. But um, Foreshadow. we were like, let's go stand in the crowd during the show. And when it got to her last song, like after she did the last song before the encore, um, the band walked off and she kind of like made like she was going to walk off, but came back and was like, you know, I was going to do what I normally do. I go off and everyone had already started chanting before she even went off stage for her to come back. She goes, it's too cold for me to do that. So I'm just going to sing the last song because you can all go home. <laughs> oh, my God. So uh, her last song she did. um Alaska, which I think is like the first song she released, and that's like what, like got her big, got her big with like Pharrell, and she performed it at her NYU graduation, and so she just performed it with an acoustic guitar on stage, just her, like the rest of the band that's had so gone cute. off. Aww. So it was like really cool, but I thought it was really classy and like sincere the way that she was just like, you know what, you're all, I can tell you're all freezing, like just go. Yeah. Home. So that was cool, and then last night I went to see Lau. Oh, I love him. I don't like <laughs> no one can explain my obsession with him and I can't either. I just think that he's again like Maggie Rogers. He's very genuine mm-hmm. and expresses himself through music and I love the way that he like puts his music together. I, I can't really speak very technically because I don't know any of the technical <laughs> stuff, but like like I like the way that he presents his content. Yeah. Um and also like I'm sure we've said before on the podcast, I just love, like, a good pop song that only has ten words, <laughs> which most of his songs, Respect. like, only have. So it was perfect for me um, and, like, a really good contrast to the Maggie Rogers show. Um, that was at the Fillmore, which was the first time I've been to the Fillmore Fillmore. I've been to the Foundry, which is, like, the smaller venue. See, and I'm same the opposite. The same one. But <laughs> yeah. yeah. I've been to the Fillmore, like, the big one, but not the Foundry. I haven't been to either. The Foundry seeing, is we're seeing Rex. so small. Oh, yeah, yeah. So really? small. Yeah. yeah. I've heard that the sound's not great there either. Mm-mm. But the Fillmore is literally just, like, a giant room. Yeah. Like, there's nothing, like, special to it. It's just, like, a giant room for people to stand. Really? It actually almost mm-hmm. reminds me. I don't know if you've ever been that. They shut it down. But Roseland Ballroom in, in New York that's City. Oh. That's what the Fillmore reminds me of. Like, the inside of it. I mean, Roseland is a little more, was a little more warehousey than the Fillmore. But just, like, the way that the room felt. Yeah was very much like that yeah but yeah it was a great show i was in the back 
which I'm not used to <laughs> at shows. So <laughs> it's hard for me because like we got in the crowd and I couldn't see over anyone's head. So I was like, I need to be further back. So like I'm not right up next to someone yeah. in front of me. So I could at least see like parts of his like shaved head, but I really couldn't see like his full body yeah. for the majority of the show, which was kind of different because I've never really seen someone that I like truly love their music and listen to routinely that far back so it was a bit of a different experience for me but it was just sort of being there to enjoy the music so yeah. i felt like it was like a different experience but also a good experience yeah definitely yeah. a humbling experience yeah <laughs> a humbling experience. i'm humbled thank you you know i really i think part of the reason why i wasn't prepared for it was because i was definitely gonna wait i was gonna wait there all day um but i ended up going to see the philadelphia union play so I went straight from there to the concert. Otherwise, your girl would have been out there at 7 a.m. And you know I would have <laughs> been waiting all day for him. Yeah, no, definitely. But yeah, um, yeah, that's yeah. it. And Nat, you're going to show tonight? Yes, I'm seeing Steve Lacey at TLA, Theater of Living Arts, which I really like that venue. It's here in Philly. What's your favorite Philly venue, Katie? Probably Union Transfer. Oh. Union Transfer is good, too. I've, I've had um, good shows at the TLA and the Electric Factory, so they like hold a special piece in my heart. But Union Transfer is probably like best sound, best like vibe, I guess. Yeah. I just respect. Love it. That's why we're seeing the main. We love that. But Katie's yeah. bringing a much more like technical, like professional sound to the podcast because I'm just like, yeah, it, it, it is a it good sounds show. Good. Um, <laughs> it's all right. Cool. <laughs> Let's move on. <laughs> no, yeah, this is like Katie's. No, oh, yeah, thing. Yeah, we love that. The we first time a, um, a well-rounded um, cast female base. <laughs> <laughs> the first time I ever crowd surfed though was at the TLA, so I'm like, okay. By the way, Katie crowd surfed at Catfish. Catfish. Yeah, she's like, you should do it, and I was like, I'm I going mean, you to should die. Have. <laughs> I should have. Anyways, the topic for today is wait. I just got a text message from Maeve saying was trying to figure out what was going on. I thought I was hearing things, then I realized I was sitting outside the podcast closet and y'all are <laughs> inside. Wait, we should get her in. Oh, yeah, we should. Hold on. We can just drop one album. No. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> we do. Let me turn Okay, guys, so um, <laughs> we recruited another member. Wait, is this moving? Oh, it's moving. <laughs> We've recorded this entire interaction. Great. Um, we're actually going to talk about our favorite albums on this episode so if you'd like to talk about your favorite album this is actually the the funniest group to get together because every single album that we're going to say Maeve's also going to say is one of her favorite albums I know for a fact what's going to come out of her mouth is on Katie's list (laughs) can I not go first you love it you don't want to go first (laughs) Katie I'm being put on the spot here Katie since you're the newest member of Tweet Limit you can go first drop us a Hmm. favorite album one of my favorite albums is The Greatest Generation by The Wonder Years it's very like um it was one of the first ones i bought on vinyl along with you're gonna miss it all by modern baseball and hot fuss by the killers i actually bought it the same day that i met the main which is kind of crazy but anyways um i just love the wonder years we love a good philly band you know but um the ending to it i forget what it oh i just want to sell at my funeral is like one of the best closing songs of an album in my opinion and i just it brings in like melodies from every single song and lyrics and stuff so it's just like very much a like good closure closing song you know what i'm trying to say yeah um to like the whole album and it brings it all together and it's just 
beautiful. That reminds me nice. of um, Billie Eilish. Yeah. Billie Eilish is la- like, uh, when we all fall asleep, where do we go? Yeah. Um, her last song on that album is a compilation of like all the songs. Yeah, the I album. remember oh. someone tweeting, I think it was Dodie actually tweeted like, oh my God, the ending to Billie Eilish's album is like so creative and so beautiful. And I was like, a lot of people have been doing that. Like she isn't the first one. Not saying that <laughs> the she Wonder did it Years. Well, yeah, she did it well. And you know. not saying that the Wonder Years were the first ones either, but I feel like a lot of people have done it. But she was giving like too much credit to her in my opinion. But <laughs> I love it. Bi- you know I love <laughs> Billie Eilish. Like we do. Anyways, Anyways sorry. Sorry. there's a fellow like Justin Bieber stan account, so... Yeah, she is Wait, a fellow believer. Biggest so like respect poll to her. though that like the biggest divider I've ever had with friends is like, do you prefer the OG bad guy version or Justin Bieber? Because it's like split down the middle with like me and my ultimate frisbee team. And what do you prefer? I, fr- I feel like you prefer the original. Yes, I knowing the you. Yeah, the ju- <sighs> not saying that. It's nothing against Justin <laughs> Natalie, Bieber specifically. Can you be objective at all in this like <laughs> poll? That's like the question I have. The second you no, bring in Justin, actually, she's like, wait a minute. Okay, this is the thing. This is the thing. Is that I think Justin sounds bad. Ap- <laughs> what? <laughs> Katie, get out. <laughs> get all right, out. I'll leave. Climb over me, Katie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Justin sounds beautiful on the track. Billy also sounds beautiful on the track. I do, however like the original version better than the one with Justin Bieber. Wow. I know stuff doesn't have that. So I know I'm not a believer in any sense of the word, but the new Justin and Dan Shea song is kind of a bop. I don't I never like country music, but he does sound amazing. He d- he just sounds good in like anything Dan that and he Shea does. Dan Shea are so not even country anymore. But they, sis. They <laughs> anymore. They were. They I Taylor really don't know Swift who they are. Taylor Swift dies is, I think, how I would describe it. <laughs> I think pop country is now an entirely separate genre. Yeah, that's Casey Musgrave fair. said. Yeah. I mean, I feel like <laughs> once let's like go. that's Gwen another Stefani good album. That is dating Blake Shelton. Like that that's was, where you lose oh, the boundaries that was, between that was like pop, pop and country. That was the that was like that's it. That ended any genre division. Yeah, for generations to come, Gwen Stefani and Blake. <laughs> So I thanks, guys. Golden Hour Julia. by Casey Golden Musgraves Hour. was on it, but I, like, had to get rid of it because, you know, I can't have too many. Yeah. But it definitely was up there. Casey Musgraves, I didn't think that I would like her music. Her music slaps. She's also, like, beautiful. and I feel I like you can't listen, listen to Pop I can only listen to that album in order, though. Yeah, I feel that. It's one, Very, yeah. Like, I think High Horse, High Horse is, like, the only song I really listen to, like, <laughs> outside of. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Damn, okay. <laughs> I'm waiting for my Was next that text bad? that I received to be like, <laughs> someone's crying in the podcast <laughs> studio. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Anyways, Natalie, would you like to share your, one of your favorite albums? No. <laughs> we got so off topic. We're just all over the place. Wait, wait you, do you want to go or do you want me to drop mine? I'll, I'll go. Okay. I'll go. Liv's <laughs> just waiting to talk about The Wanted. <laughs> like, she's just <laughs> waiting. You know what? You know what? Go off. Go off. Okay. Go off. So, I'll if be, I have we'll to share... <laughs> If I have to share my favorite album, the first one that comes to mind is Battleground by The Wanted, which for most U.S. listeners, you never heard it because it wasn't released here. But part of the album was released with part of their debut. So this is their second studio album ever released. But they took part of their debut album and this album, put them together. And that's the only album they released in the U.S. Well, besides, they also released Word of Mouth, which is also a great album. The Wanted do not have a bad song. Let me just say that. 
<laughs> but um, what I love about The Wanted so much is that they're all singer song, like they all write the songs, mm-hmm. and I just feel like that there's so much emotion in the albums. It's just a good pop album. It doesn't necessarily <laughs> have like a, it doesn't necessarily have like a, a story that follows throughout the whole album, mm-hmm. but every song in itself is like a banger. I don't know why you're laughing. This is you talking about Justin. <laughs> yeah, what's wrong with the Wanted, Natalie? Because I'm just picturing like Nathan Sykes. <laughs> Yeah, so the lead singer, Nathan Sykes, is actually one of my favorite people in the world, even though he destroyed the band. Um, <laughs> we love a Nick Jonas. And they happen, they happen to um, be signed to Scooter Braun, who's the same person that, like, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. She didn't even finish it. She was like, yo, we hate Scooter Braun. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's your opinion. But so we I do. just think that now. they, I think that <laughs> it would have been a lot different. Uh, the obvious issue is that they were around at the same time as One Direction, and how is anyone supposed to keep compete with One Direction? Right. But like I said, Battleground is one of the greatest al- albums of all time in pop, and I recommend that you listen to Rocket and Lie to Me. Thank you for listening. <laughs> also, I'd just like to mention the PR stunt that was Nathan Sykes and Ariana Grande's relationship. That song is awesome. That song is so good. good. That song and is what is so it? good. Um, what is that called? Almost, almost is Never almost Enough. enough. Mm. That music oh, video, too. <laughs> Thank you for that PR per relationship for giving us that song. We love that. But you also, Camila Cabello and John <laughs> <laughs> Natalie goes to me. What were we talking Who were we the talking about the other day that was like That's Jay Brooks? Oh, Jay no, that's okay. So like we we're talking about uh, Nathan and Ariana Grande. She happened to have been dating Jay Brooks at the time from the Janoski. member of the Janoskians, a YouTube Australian sensation. If Where you remember, I haven't heard by the that way. name in yeah. since 2004. And Maeve, I don't know if you know this, but he tweeted a twit longer, which basically, if you know the name of tweet limit, when you couldn't tweet yeah, like yeah. long things. So if you had to tweet long things, you would tweet it on this website and it would link to it. When Nathan started dating her, this was over the time period when Jay was dating Ariana Grande. So he tweeted this whole twit longer that says, yes, I was cheated on. Yes, it does suck. Yes, I was left for another man. And this happens every day to so many people of every age, gender, race. I happen to be one of those people and I'm in a situation where I'm constantly reminded of it every day. Like anyone who has been cheated on, it has been tough for me, but I'm finally ready to move on. And it goes on. All I'm cheating up here, matters. It goes on. Oh my God. Oh my God. That is a twit. Um, constitution. Yeah. <laughs> he, goes, he ends it with. He ends it with. Um, I'm looking out for myself. Thank you, everyone. Here's to a great life. <laughs> That's like what he you was said in. Like, have a great life. Bag. <laughs> the bag did not even exist back then, but he was already in. He it. sewed it together <laughs> and <laughs> sold it to party. us. <laughs> So yeah, that is why the Wanted Janoskians have delivered are, like, one of the greatest albums of the our Janoskians generation. The Janoskians are actually five sauce in disguise. <laughs> like I'm mad about it, but also, are you wrong? Like, um, okay, so <laughs> let's get even more back on track. My favorite album, or one of them, um, hmm, La Rosalia. La Rosalia. <laughs> um, yeah. My favorite album, one of my favorite albums of all time is El Malquered by Rosalia, which is actually has such a beautiful backstory and I can go on about it for like ever. But basically, well, don't because we have, don't have time. <laughs> I know. 
sad. I could honestly make a podcast about this one album, but whatever. So, um, basically, it's about a book called Flamenca, and the story is like a toxic relationship, and every song on the album is a chapter in the book. So, it starts off with a song called Malamente, which is like one of her most popular songs, and bop by the way recommend but um it's basically like a foreshadowing it's like a story of like a girl and she kind of like goes to see a gypsy she has like a bad feeling like when you have a bad feeling about something and like your intuition is telling you not to go down a certain path but she does it anyway and that poor judgment kind of leads her into this bad relationship and then the album kind of takes off from there so it's a beautiful story about like the dynamic of feminine and masculine um like energy and like a relationship and um yeah it's sad but it's also like beautifully made and sonically like production wise vocals everything is just some of the best music i've ever heard it influence it's like infuses so many different genres like she her roots are in flamenco which is like a native spanish music um but she has a lot of like trap influences in r&b and Fun fact, one of the songs Baghdad on the album is actually a sample of Justin Timberlake's um, Crimea River. But Justin Timberlake actually never allowed anybody to sample that song until Rosalia came to him with her version of it. And he loved it so much that it was the only version of the song that he ever let like actually like release as a sample. So it's that good. And y'all should all listen to it. Justin Timberlake approved. It is. (laughs) Maeve, would you like to share one of your favorite albums? This is maybe from left field for those who know me well, but the Bangers album, Miley <gasps> Cyrus, I we think stand. is one of the best pop albums ever made. Because but it I, is. I don't <laughs> even think it can be classified as strictly pop because it's so like Definitely genre like bending yeah, a little yeah. bit. Um, I just think that was one of the first, not one of the first, but like an album that I could listen to on repeat. Yeah straight through yeah. again and again and again and it takes four me back four. It, oh, don't so <laughs> good. don't even get me started <laughs> it's also i just think one that takes me back to that specific time, time yeah place like i can remember driving to school listening to that with my friends like going we had like fourth row seats to that concert Aww. which was uh, one of the most ridiculous and amazing experiences of my life we we love that i was also going to mention um here we go again by demi lovato because oh. that was like the, the one album Dude, her emo phase, like, I miss that. That is, but like, peak Demi. Yes, that, that is like and don't forget, like, those two albums oh. literally were, like, I remember having them on CDs, remember playing it, like, on loop all the time. Mm-hmm. I loved that album. I honestly think it's the reason why I love, like, rock music so much nowadays, but, you know. I think it's time Go that ahead. we talk about our five boys. Um, I'm going to mention Lovely Little Lonely. By the main, you know, we stand. Um, <laughs> I mean, we talked about this before, but Lovely Little Lonely and American Candy are, like, basically equivalent to me. But at the same time, Lovely Little Lonely is the, like, superior. better album. Yeah. It's the superior album. Like, it is their best. Almost. I like you know. American Candy better. But I agree. With, like, probably. Do you really? I think oh, I'm a Lovely Little Lonely <laughs> girl. <laughs> It's not that I dislike Lovely Little Lonely mm-hmm. at all. I and probably if I was a music critic, I would not say American Candy, but just but like what, your what, own what, I go, what I go back to more and what I like listen to more regularly. Is My thing is, is like American Candy has better like singles, 
but Lovely Little Lonely yeah. as an album is better. Yeah. But also, like, I judge the we just can't album over Black Butterflies. Yeah, exactly. Like, that's a, that's, that's what I think about best song, I think of like, the period. Yeah. If I had to describe Liv in an album, I would literally give you Black Butterflies. Yeah, that, that's me in a song, and, like, that... That song is, yeah. When I say so that's like my favorite album, that's and what the I'm transition to. from lovely <laughs> that's into that song. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Just, no, that's that's actually one of my favorite songs ever. So yeah, and like, the transition from little to sound into yeah, oh, we love. And that's, like I said, we all went to the show that they did. The the, both, the cool yeah. thing about the main is that they perform very interesting shows where they'll do the entire album in a show and they did not one but two they did lovely uh, little only and, and american, american candy. candy straight like they did straight the entire album. like the, the album like a tiny both little album intermission literally they uh, did they like change clothes yeah, or they something clothes they and literally the, like, background okay that's the branding thing. that's another thing the main like performs in like full suits oh my god like they match each and other and sad summer the they were in pink it was the oh cutest freaking thing i can't like they're so good at like yeah. everything that they do it's like frustrating but also like i just want to hug all well them. what we said last time was how ridiculous it is that they're so good with their branding considering they're not signed to a label yeah and they, they have been in the past band. but it's all independent stuff and the the interesting things that they do like offering to have dinner with fans but like also their new tour that they're doing is supposed to be an immersive visual auditor- auditory so experience yeah so very excited 10 out of 10 Katie. very yes. excited for that Am I supposed to go now? Um, yeah. <laughs> hmm. I think my next one has to be Fall Out Boy from Under the Cork Tree because that's just an album that I can listen to like anytime. And I think that it just has a lot of different emotions. And so I can listen to it when I'm happy or sad or like trying to get stuff done. Um, and it's not an album that I necessarily listened to when they released it because I think it was on the radio, but I wasn't at the age where I could fully appreciate the album yeah. as it is. But as I've like grown older, I always go back and listen to the album. So it just has really good memories for me. Oh, I don't really like the new releases that Fall Out Boy has put out, but I haven't listened to them since like <laughs> that was mean. See, rock and roll was like <laughs> yeah. interesting when it came out. That was the album that they came back with. See, I didn't even really listen to that. Like once they hit their hiatus, I was but. like, OK, yeah, <laughs> I'm outie. <laughs> and just like that, we're going to Nat's <laughs> next favorite Sorry. album. Sorry. <laughs> um, my next favorite album. Okay, well. So, Frank Ocean. <laughs> I don't know if you know him, but <laughs> he's a guy. But anyway, so. Um, Y'all ever heard of uh, <laughs> Frank, Frank Ocean? Ocean? <laughs> <laughs> um, he's like indie underground. Super cool. But um, he has several albums. <laughs> I personally, like production wise and just like overall appreciation overall appreciation for his work would definitely be endless um endless is an album that he released um it's like a really cool story actually not to like it's um doesn't he have green hair it's no that's blonde so basically endless is kind of technically like it's not actually like fully released so he released channel orange and i think like 2012 which is you know what made him blow up and then he like didn't drop an album for like four years and everybody like every single year was like where is frank ocean but he didn't drop an album partly because he was like 
in like a really weird battle with like his record label and didn't want to release music under them anymore so he had to release an album in order for him to like officially be let go and so he released endless on his website which is like a 45 minute visual album and it's the whole entire thing is all music it's like i think like 16 or so songs um and it's just like of him he's building a staircase like actually like just physically building a staircase and it's really beautiful you guys should all watch it but um it actually was like a loophole that he did to get out of his recording contract so that he can release blonde which he released the day after he streamed endless on his website and then the release of blonde was on his own independent record label boys don't cry so i love that story because like frank ocean is just like a genius and endless is like beautiful it's amazing um and yeah other than that like channel orange kind of just always has like a special place in my heart i have a lot of memories connotated with that album and i just love like the whole um you know like the name behind it and like how he wrote it and everything like his whole process for all of his music is amazing but yeah definitely especially crack rock that's definitely like top five sorry just touch a liz leg under the table (laughs) 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 we love that um but yeah um endless is just like beautiful you can find it like online i have it like but whatever it's out in the world so it doesn't i don't mind (laughs) i'm sure frank won't either but yeah um that is for me like amazing i think on the spot next i'll talk about my most recent like absolute love which is a brief inquiry into online relationships oh we do love um i've been a fan of them like since freshman year of high school but i think this is their most like complete in terms of i love every single song on it i get really sick of things quickly like my spotify playlist gets filtered through very quickly and i just keep finding myself going back to it i think it's one of the best if not the best album of 2018 i think it's definitely their most their best written album sonically it's Mm -hmm. it's it's their best music for sure I personally like their second album the best, but that album is definitely, like, just because it's so, like, political in such, like, a, like, an artistic way, like, every inch of it is just, it is. Yeah, it's, like, not, it's not just an album. It's, yeah, it's so much more than that, and the album that they're, like, releasing an album, I think, with, like, in the beginning of, like, next year, Mm -hmm. um, it's supposed to be, like, the same. It's supposed to be, like, that, like, more intense, like, very political and... You know, if you're a fan of the 1975, you know that they are, like, very, very into that and, like, take a very heavy stance and, you know, advocate for what they believe in, especially Maddie Healy, the lead singer. So, good choice. Good choice, Maeve. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think another one of my favorites is Whack World by Tierra Whack. Um, she's, like, a Philly rapper, um, but she did this 15 song album and it's like each song is one minute long and she has a 15 minute visual album on youtube as well and it's just like super amazing um i've actually been doing like i don't know i've been learning more about like little um what's the word like easter eggs in um like her music videos and oh stuff. i and love looking at that kind yeah of stuff. it's super super interesting and she's just like i don't know underrated at this point in life you know but (laughs) she just um 
I don't know. All of the songs sound super different. Like she sings, she like raps in different variations, like throughout the whole album, and they're all really, they're all really good songs and like very catchy. Um, but the super cool thing about it is just that like they're a minute each, and it's like almost a way of marketing like yourself because everybody's like, oh, a minute for each song. Like, what does that sound like? And then yeah, they'll listen to her and like a fifteen minute album like to watch or to listen to is like literally nothing so it's just super cool and she's super unique in general like her visuals and her music i just love her but it's a good one we do we love we love female Female rappers rappers. yeah Mm -hmm. so to wrap it up i want to give my last shout out to uh disappear here by bad sons only because sitting here thinking about talking about all these albums the main get place for like first place for like the way that they like perform yeah Lovely and i think for all of us but we can all agree but when like i saw bad sons and this oh was after God. they released their second album mystic truth so they performed like half and half i would say like they did a good job of performing like from both of the albums but i will never like look at that band the same like when i went as soon as I finished the concert, I wanted to go I'm back so and listen glad, to I'm the, so glad we went. Like, I wanted to listen to the whole album. They're so I good. Was, I, that entire, after that concert, I, that's they're all I listened to for a month after. Yeah, yeah. I felt yeah. the same way, which is, like, interesting because I feel like you spend so much time preparing for the concert and, like, this, like, I at least, like, for myself, make a playlist, like, for the concert with yeah. the set list, like, get all ready. And then for me to listen to it for that long after the show, like, yeah. I felt like that really meant something. Yeah. And just seeing him perform, like, Krista was such a good performer. Like, yeah. He's just a performer. So I think the best way to close out the podcast, give us an artist that we should check out. Okay. Um, an artist that I recommend to all of you guys kind of wraps into last week's podcast, but I think you should all listen to J Balvin and Bad Bunny. They actually have an album together called Oasis. Oasis for all you English speakers. <laughs> for all you um, white people. <laughs> basically. But yeah, um, it's a beautiful album. They both have beautiful work separately. They both have some of my favorite albums as well. Obviously, we couldn't get to those. And like, we could just talk about music forever. So we have to stop ourselves at some point. Yeah. But um, yeah, J Balvin and Bad Bunny, especially their work together. They have, like I said, an album together. They have a bunch of songs together in the past and amazing work on their own. And they're latino so i have to shout out you know katie um my artist i'm gonna shout out is wallows um they Mm. released nothing happens um a few months ago but the lead singer is actually clay from 13 reasons why i don't watch that show so it's not important that you guys know (laughs) that but um, but just to give you some but just to give you context just because you're gonna learn that at some point so just like brace yourself yeah but (laughs) their music is like super super good their album actually um what i was talking about earlier about the wonder years how they have like a closing like it all comes together at the end the wallows like built their album the same way so it's a very good album to listen to in full and yeah i've been bumping it like since february so it's very good um i'm gonna shout out stormzy (laughs) because (laughs) one i love him two he's doing something with his music that I think is changing the world slowly but surely. Um, And I'm just very proud to be a supporter of like what he does for his community. Um, And also he makes fantastic grind music. So why not? Stream bossy bop. (laughs) Maeve? Um, I'm gonna say the Menzingers. 
they're out of Scranton, but they're based out of Philly now, so it could be support a Philly local band. They're like alt rock, I would say almost. Um, similar kind of vibes to. No, I'm not gonna compare them to that them to anyone because that's gonna give people bad juju. <laughs> but they just released an album. The another album, their third album last week, called Hello Exile. And so far, it's from what I've listened to, it's really good. Nice. We love that. All right. We chatted a lot today. We did. But um, we enjoyed it. Yeah, it was fun. Um, so if you guys enjoyed this episode, let us know if you like this style, like the sort of like panel style. What is that what we would call it? Panel, yeah. Panel style of um, chatting. Let us know so we could do more of this. Um, if you like them more when we just tell stories, let us know about that too. Um, you can reach us on Instagram at Sweet Limit. Katie will be bringing some good content to you. Answering DMs. Yeah, <laughs> answering DMs faster than we answer our email, tweetlimitpodcast at gmail.com. But you can send us emails there anyway. And we're still on Twitter at tweetlimitpod. Um, Natalie, I think the right way to close out would be you telling us how your friends have been promoting the podcast. Oh, so, <laughs> so um, yeah, one of my best friends, I'm not going to say who, just to remain nameless, um, she told me that basically, um, I don't know how to put this, but she's yeah. been seeing a, a guy. She's been seeing somebody. And so, you know, they did the deed. And after they did the deed, um, she just like pulled up tweet limit and was like you should listen to my best friend's podcast get you a friend who <laughs> get you a i said friend. we could not buy this kind of you promotion you cannot buy this kind of friendship you can't buy this kind of promotion and they sat there after you know they put in their hard work and they listened to tweet limit so the tweet limit is not the podcast where you talk about all things social tweet limit is the podcast you listen to after a good nut <laughs> <laughs> And and that's all we have for and you. And that's all we have. We'll see you next time on Tweet, Tweet Limit. Limit. <laughs>